Okay, today's topic is some anti-advice, and it takes a little bit of context to give you the regular advice before I can give you the anti-advice. The regular advice is for you to start a business or for your business to start growing, you need to essentially build a media company first. Um, on the personal level, it is to build a personal audience. At the corporate level, it is to build an internal media company, uh, which I spend a lot of my time doing as a developer advocate. Uh, which is essentially blogging, content marketing, going out and giving talks, doing demos, that sort of stuff. That is the traditional path to growth for a lot of people, and it's the conventional wisdom. There's some people out there who are pushing back against this, and I think it is sensible and actually meaningful for people to consider this. Like, not enough people are paying attention to this. So first we're going to hear from Rob Walling, who is the sort of king of bootstrappers giving this advice. The next topic I want to talk about is that all startups these days should become media companies or that they are becoming media companies. I've heard this uh, in some podcast interviews I listened to, I've heard it online, there's been some forums, kind of the marketing forums that, that I'm involved in, you know, some private Slack and, and that kind of stuff. And I would caution you against following this advice, thinking that it is the right way to do it for a kind of startups of our size, SaaS apps wanting to become a million dollar or $10 million company instead of the companies that we see that are doing this, like the multi-billion dollar companies like HubSpot, for example. And then HubSpot has acquired a couple media properties. Didn't they acquire the hustle, if that's right? And it can seem like, well, they know what they're doing. And boy, that sounds fun. <laughs> I would... I'm a podcaster. I want to run a media company, right? I want to. I want that to be our main marketing channel and not have to do like the really hard work of cold outbound email or SEO or you know the, kind of the tried and true approaches. I just want to caution you against following blindly a tactic or a strategy that multi-billion-dollar companies are doing. HubSpot's an example. Drift does some things really well, but they've raised a kajillion dollars. I don't know what their current valuation is, but it's got to be in the nine figures, if, if not 10. Wistia has done a bunch of media stuff. Moz did back in the day. Even like Jordan Gall with Rally is kind of doing a media arm, but he has raised, I believe it's a public number, it's, it's many millions of dollars in funding. And that's what I'm seeing is that the companies who are doing this and actually making it work are way further down the line or they have millions or tens of millions, if not more money in the bank. It's such a long-term play, right? Building a media brand is very, very expensive and it's a several year time frame because you start a podcast, a YouTube channel, whatever, whatever else building a media brand seems to you, you know, whatever it means to you. If it's really good and catches on super quick, that's like six to 12 months before you have any type of meaningful audience. And then 1% of those people, you know, will actually convert to customers. If I were building a SaaS app these days, I wouldn't be starting a podcast. If we were in the first couple years of Drip, there is no way I'd be starting a YouTube channel or a podcast at that point. There are harder ways, but better ways to get customers. Here's the problem. They're less fun. They're hard, but they're not fun. You know, it's the business development partnerships integrations. It's pay-per-click advertising. It's content marketing. It's SEO. It's cold outreach. It's the SaaS marketing playbook, right? It's all the approaches that I could list that when you hear you're like, oh, those, those are a grind, right? Those don't sound fun because I just want to make a great product and I want it to sell itself and I want it to be viral and I want to be able to just hop on a podcast and have people, you know, come and suddenly in droves. The podcast is so popular that it drives people to come and use my app. It's easy to convince yourself 
that the approaches I just mentioned aren't fun. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to do them. Or even here's the other way, the kind of nefarious way we sabotage ourselves as entrepreneurs is those don't work in my space, right? Those don't work in my industry or with my product. My product is this unique snowflake. And any of the things that I mentioned, SEO, content marketing, pay-per-click, integration marketing, cold outreach, those things aren't going to work. I find that that's usually said by founders who they don't want to do the grind, right? They want to go and do the fun stuff, which look, I like doing the fun stuff. I like podcasting. I like live streaming. I like interviewing people, doing conference talks. That's all media brand stuff, right? I'm in a different spot. I'm not building a SaaS app these days, a tool that solves a specific problem and then trying to cast this huge wide media net. I'm in a completely different ballgame running startups with the rest of us, MicroConf and Tiny Seed. So yes, the media brand thing does sound fun. I think it's a grave mistake if you don't have millions in the bank and a many year time horizon before you need that to pay off. I've talked about in the past, like does freemium work or doesn't it? And it's not a does it work or doesn't it? And neither is a media brand, does it work or doesn't it? It's that these things have very long timeframes. They're very hard to get right. And usually, unless you, the founder, are going to do the media work yourself and you're gifted at it, it's usually a very expensive proposition to do it. I mean, the bottom line is like, you and I both see it. There are so many crappy podcasts, video series, YouTube channels that just come out from businesses trying to kind of, they're trying to do content marketing, right? Or they're trying to build that media brand. And frankly, no one's listening to those. I think if you already have an audience or, or a brand right now, and you're going to use that to kickstart your SaaS, that's, of course you should do that. You should leverage every advantage that you have. But to sit here you know, and think, well, my big go-to-market strategy is to build a media brand and then drive customers to a B2B SaaS app that solves a very specific problem. I, again, will it work? Yes, it's possible. I think a lot of people will waste a lot of time because it's easy to do it poorly if you don't have millions in the bank, many-year time frame to build it up, or the ability like HubSpot to just acquire a media brand that's already there, you know, and then nurture that. I mean, they're building a whole podcast network. It's tough. I will say, you know, there are ways to kind of bring things that larger companies are doing and downsize them or microsize them to where they might be able to work at our scale. But I wouldn't put that at the top of my list of things to do if I were at 5,000 MRR, 20,000 MRR. Like there are, I would say, more critical, more important, more proven things in the marketing playbook to drive new leads to SaaS that can either work faster or more reliably and more repeatably than going out and starting a podcast or a YouTube channel. All right. So that was the piece from Rob Welling. And I think he's broadly right. He's scoping it down just for the smaller bootstrap startups that he talks to. But honestly, even if you're enterprise sales or anything like that, like I just had dinner with a developer advocate from Snowflake who said that Snowflake grew massively just through direct sales. They had no dev advocacy, no media, no open source community. They just grew through direct sales. And hey, guess what? Like that is how businesses used to work and have always worked and probably are still going to continue working going forward. So it's definitely more of an accelerator sometimes. Uh, but if you do it well, of course, it can be a huge accelerator. Anyway, the other piece I wanted to point you to is in the show notes. It's called Build a Business and Not an Audience. And it's from Jacob Greenfield. It's very highly reviewed from all sorts of creators because it's counterintuitive, but also true. Like it's a good reminder that you should not overdo the in public part and you should also build 